Hi everyone, it's Obiabuchi here with the Leading From Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories, and insights that will enable you tap into the power of leading from the inside out. Our current season is focused on mental resilience among leaders, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome Gary Turner on the show. Welcome, Gary. Uh, Really excited to have you on the show, and I'm looking forward to the conversation that we're about to have. Likewise. Thanks for the invitation. Um, So just so our listeners and viewers get to know who you are, and I'll tell them a little bit about how we met, Uh, Gary is a strategic advisor and thinking partner to mission-driven startups, scale-ups, and progressive corporations that are aware enough to know that regenerating our humanity from the inside out, words that I love, individually and collectively is critical to turning around our planetary work and social justice challenges. Uh, Alongside working within a global corporation, Gary is also the founder of HexoChange, which is a transformational change practice, holding space, guiding and facilitating reconnection to ourselves, one another and systems at large with the aim of reimagining and co-creating just relationships for collective well-being. Uh, I actually met Gary recently at Yetunde Hoffman's What's Your Story conference. I I spoke at the conference the previous year. Gary was one of the speakers at the 2021 conference and Gary's story absolutely connected with me and your vulnerability and your insight and messages to not only leaders, but to everyone was so profound. Um, I'm absolutely delighted to have you and and knew that I wanted to have this sort of conversation. So, hey, Gary, once again, great to have you on the show and looking forward to our combo. Um, just so people get to, I mean, I've clearly introduced you, but you know, there's more that you can say about yourself. <laughs> and so that people get to know who you are, just tell us a little bit about yourself. And then from a leadership perspective, what is it you enjoy about most about being a leader? Yeah, thanks again for the invitation, Obi. Just amazing to be with you. And it's amazing, isn't it, when you talk about that event, that incredibly energetic, soulful, connected event that Yatunde put on. It was, it was really mind-blowing. And I guess it's really that, what it reminded me of that event where you and I both met in answer to your question is, I'm going to start at the end, which is embodiment, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think the big shift we're moving towards and what my own journey has been, has been one from being pretty disembodied, where I didn't understand myself, I wasn't self-aware, I wasn't vulnerable, I was afraid, I was locked up in my head, I didn't connect head and heart. That was really the first 39 years of my life. And I spent the last seven unlearning mm. <laughs> that this, this body, disembodiment. And I've actually moved towards a more embodied state as a leader. And what I mean by that is that I try and role model what I believe rather mm. than just talk about what I believe. And I think that's the that's probably one of the biggest shifts for me, Obi. And I'm sure there's a lot more underneath that that you'd wanna that you wanna expand on. Oh, oh Gary, uh, you're giving me goosebumps already. Right? <laughs> it's just I I I already wish we could talk for hours on that because 
the number of I, I, won't, I was going to say, you know, the number of leaders that I work with, but I, I think I'd rather just say I know personally what that's like. I, I know personally what that's like to um, do, to, to think. It, it's, you know, it's busy, busy, busy. It's almost, I describe it as that matrix sort of experience where you're plugged in, right? You're just, you're just doing, but, but you, your heart's not there. And you know, you know something's not quite right. You can't really put your finger on it. And then you just think, am I really connected with who I am, with who Obi is, with, with my heart, with my soul, with life, with what I'm passionate about. And, and I love the fact that you said um, it's about just, in a sense, walking your talk, right? You, you're, you're not going to say something and, and not role model it, and not live it. And certainly when it comes to leadership i mean we've all read the books you know we all kind of know the stories but the big difference is do we live it do we believe it do we actually walk that talk or is it you know do as i say but not necessarily as i do and i love your willingness to go um straight there thank you for that you're welcome i just it's just one of those things isn't it the, the thing is it's so innocent you know, and I'm sure you see this with the work you do with leaders. And like you said, I really appreciate you sharing your, your journey because we don't even realize, I didn't even realize, right? The social script of, from a very young age, you know, get your, get your grades, get on with everyone, don't mm. challenge the status quo, mm. say yes. You know, it starts at a really young age and we just get narrower and narrower and narrower as a human species till we enter the world of work and we're like, we're one one hundredth of what we could have been. Yeah. Had we been allowed to flourish and keep that complexity and that open mind and that open heart all the way through those first 18 years. So I really feel like where so many of us are at is, wow, what we can be that childlike, playful, open hearted, exploratory human. It's not yeah. just for two and three year old kids. Wow, that's so exciting. So so I really think we're at the edge of a. You remember the technological Moore's law curve that like everyone talks oh, about? Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech this exponential technology. No one's talking about exponential humanity, Obi. We're at the edge mm. of a human consciousness shift that we would mm. never believe was possible even three years ago. Which yeah, perhaps a spike yeah. like that if we yeah. allow, if we get out of our own way. Indeed, and and again, that's a big part of it: getting out of our own way. And it's, I, for me, I, it, that's certainly been a huge journey. Um, I, I call it a journey of letting go, um, right? Letting go of uh, the things that I put my worth in, uh, my significance in. I, I've got to tell you this just because of where we're going already. One of my, one of the things, I, I love reading books, but I also love watching movies. And my, my boys and my wife always have a go at me because I don't just watch a movie once and say, oh yeah, that was nice. I go deep, right? I'm like, oh, you know, what's the underlying <laughs> story and the message? And, and the one that I watched recently that I feel just speaks to what we're talking about, I actually rewatched it, is The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. I don't know if you- I've seen it, yes. Seen that. And, and what's really stark, I, I, when I watched it this time, I asked myself, what's this movie about? What is it about? especially from a leadership perspective, right? Because he's this Wall Street 
Um, he's uh, the president of an incredible organization worth, yeah, I think, $130 billion, uh, making loads of money. And I boiled it down to it's about where we get our worth from, where we get our significance from as leaders. And, and he then has this you know, parallel journey, a glimpse into a life where he had kids and loved ones and, and realized that his worth and significance wasn't from what he got, but from love and from the relationships and from the connections. But, but it was hard work. You just see the journey through the film. It's hard work just letting go of all of the things that we want that give us that worth to just what life, what the planet, what the world wants to offer that is so profound and so moving and so deep. So I don't know why, but that, yeah, that just came to mind as we're talking about just the, the challenge of letting go to be all of who we're meant to be and um, the positive impact that can have in the world. Well, you just threw a reaction back through the screen to me. The back of my head just went <laughs> boom, honestly. Because do you know what I feel you're speaking to? And it's not a word that I've used much. Okay, some people talk energy, spiritual. People believe what they want to believe. They feel what they want to feel, right? But we're talking about the soul. Like, mm. what's what's that? What's that? Are we living into our soul? Or Indeed. are we just living this? Like, we're way more than that 50 100 years that would be on the planet hopefully hopefully if we're lucky mm. there's so much more than that mm. and trying to allow that to express through us is the journey i'm still on because i'm still fall down most of the traps that we all do sure. you know you know the self-worth thing you know, it never goes away it's mm -hmm. a continuous roller coaster of trying to remember that actually yeah. as we attach ourselves to that job title or that next holiday or that next pay rise yeah. that yeah. it isn't it isn't about that it's the story we yeah. tell ourselves on the inside yeah. and it's, it's continuous practice, but I find it gets more fun when we realize it's about the soul journey sure. and, and not just about the operational leadership journey. There's a lot more to it. I think, I think I'd like to add. Yeah. Yeah. That, thank you um, for sharing that. I love that. And let's um, let, let's bring all of this because it, it's very much on the theme of this show, which is, mental resilience so this particular season is focused on mental resilience and, and mental resilience among leaders and you talked about that internal game right so let's start off with this what what is mental resilience to you and then why would you say it's important in life and in leadership yeah they're just brilliant questions honestly they're such when <laughs> they're just brilliant questions so my immediate reaction if i go to like Gary, the version that was so stuck in, I'll be okay when I have the job, the car, that whole first 39 years of my life. What shifted for me was the mental resilience is innate. We already have it. And I think that for me, this is the big misnomer. People think we've got to develop resilience. We've got to create it from somewhere out there. Mm. We've already got it. We actually have 100% perfect resilience the day we're born. All that happens is that we layer it up with story beliefs. I'll be okay when. So mm -hmm. we actually, we actually give away our innate resilience. Mm -hmm. The more we attach to a story, or I'll be okay when, or when I get that promotion. So the more that we actually let, and I love you letting the story of letting go is just that really hit me hard. The more that we can let go and stay as free and emergent 
in our experience of life, the resilience comes through because it's already there. It's hardwired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already hard. It's there. Wow. 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 I, I can't help but think we say this all the time, right? Kids are resilient. We, we talk about that. They're like, oh, they'll, 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 they'll navigate that. Yeah, they'll, they'll bounce back. It's yeah, that they, because they don't hold on to all of these things, right? It, it's, it's so true. It's you, you don't need to read a book for this. You just need to watch kids and think back to what we were like as kids. And it's true. Yeah, there was that incredible resilience, but we layer it, layer it and, and we get lost in our head, as you said uh, a few times. Just so to connect it then to leadership, why would you say that resilience is, is important in, from a leadership perspective? Yeah, it's incredibly important because it creates space for me. So the more the more that we sit in that space of open resilience, again, i.e. less fear, less anxiety, less I'll be okay when, mm. fill in the blank, the more we sit in the space before all of that, mm. that's capacity. And that's capacity for you to sense at an embodied level, at a head level. You have, let me bring this slide, because I know you can see it seems a bit esoteric. If I go back seven years, I say up to age 39, I felt that my, my view of the world was mm -hmm. pretty narrow. I understood a lot, lots of privilege growing up in the West, you know, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But my view was still quite myopic. What's happened in the last seven years, but particularly the last two even, is as I've understood more of what I'm expressing at the moment, as I've realized that the less I wrap up in story, fear, et cetera, Nothing on the outside has changed. Okay. I've worked in the same corporate job for 12 years, Ovi. Okay. I'm with the same woman for the last 10. I live in the same part of the world on the outside. Sure. Nothing's changed. Yeah. yeah. On the inside, there's a hundred X expansion of my capacity to understand, to sense, to support, to guide, to love, to connect. We are completely abundant sources of energy mm. genuinely. And we can only sense into and unlock that when we come from a place of mental resilience, which is already there. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. I, I can't imagine that leaders listening to this, watching this wouldn't say, boy, I want that. You know, 100X, just yeah. growth in, in perspective, in, in insight. What would you say unlocked that for you? Yeah, so first of all, very, very easy, getting help. You know, you talk about letting go, I think, you know, vulnerability, the vulnerability to say, I don't have all the answers, vulnerability to mm -hmm. say, I need help, vulnerability to say, I don't know everything, vulnerability mm -hmm. to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got to get comfortable with not knowing what's coming next. Look at the mm -hmm. pandemic the last two years, my goodness, what a great playground for vulnerability. So oh. the more that we come from that place of, back to mm -hmm. your point, letting go, right? Vulnerability for me is the art of letting go. Mm. And behind that, I call vulnerability the gateway behavior personally, because I've role modeled it, I understand it, I embody it. Mm. Again, it's not something you have to do. It's something that you uh -huh. practice. Yeah. You practice letting go, you practice listening, you practice saying I don't know. And I learned off of one uh, so I have a podcast, if you don't mind me sharing, um, wow. Obi, called Value Through Vulnerability, 138 episodes with leaders, CEOs, consultants. And one of the best conversations ever that, that I had 
um, was with Gary Ridge, so WD40, the little lubricants can, the little oh, blue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, so, so Gary Ridge is the CEO based in um, San Diego. And I asked him, what's his, what's his definition of vulnerability? Very, very simply, he said, the ability to say, I don't know. Wow. And that is a gateway. My, so what happened to me is that I had that moment where I had the car, the salary, everything, age 39. I was going to go one of two ways. One is the midlife crisis that far too many of us in the West talk about. Sure. Or it's the midlife awakening, which I'm really grateful was my route. And what happened? I got curious. So letting go, vulnerability, curiosity. They are the critical, critical behaviors. And we've already got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how it's often something challenging, a, a crisis that brings us to that point that we need to start asking ourselves different questions and become curious and or, or we have that breakdown or, or the awakening, as you said, and I don't know anyone that... <laughs> That doesn't take that path it's i describe it as the dark night of the soul and I, I remember having that this was almost 10 years ago now um it's you know that the world is my oyster i'm setting up a business and written my first book but reach this crunch point of everything just falling apart and we're paying our mortgage on on the credit card and i'm feeling broken right i'm feeling I equated success to success equals money in the bank. There was no money in the bank, you know, and I'm thinking that's it. I'm just worthless, insignificant dot. And I felt I had two choices. One was I want out. I just want out of this world, out of the you know pain. Ended up thinking, hey, listen, I've got wife and three kids. Nope, I'm not going to go down that road. Well, then, Obi, what are you going to do? And it was a... a big point for me to say actually I, I don't know I really don't know how to do this and that for me was a big part of my awakening to looking deep within and realizing well albeit you and at that point I mean I was an NLP practitioner you know coach I was doing tons of stuff then already but the big difference was it was all here it was all in in in, in my head wasn't deep in my heart, hadn't internalized it in my soul. There was so much knowledge, uh, but not the transformation. And it was, for me, a I come back to it again and again as a turning point in a journey towards letting go and really connecting deep with within who am I? Where does my worth come from? Where does my significance come from? And how do I hold that space of that innate worth and innate significance and therefore express all of who I am from that place rather than trying to get loads of stuff so I can, yeah, connect with your journey and, and love just what you've drawn out there, Gary. Mm. Again, I have another reaction as you share that in, my, in the back of my neck. And this is the thing, I want to explain what I'm doing when I say that, because someone might be going, what's he on about? This is energy. <laughs> the more you embody, the more you understand that we are energetic beings, you start to sense into like what's going on in your body. And this is mm. so one of your earlier questions was how, you know, how did you become aware of all of this? Sure. It is support. And I'm not saying this just because, you know, Obi's got in his podcast, like you can't do this stuff alone. We're social beings, like whether, yeah. whether it's a coach, whether it's a friend, whether it's a partner, 
you know, creating this space that, that, that Obi's creating now is a sacred space, right? If you've invested watching us now, even for 20 minutes, that's 20 minutes of your life you've invested in you. Mm. We need mm. to do that more often. We need to introspect, connect, you know, go through the, those great questions you just, you just asked. Mm. We tend not to do that. We tend to get rid of all of that in favor of being busy. Mm. If, I'm, if I'm not busy, I'm not worthy. I've got to hit the targets. I've got to, no, no, no. I said 100x, and I'm not exaggerating. What would mm. you do with all of those forecasts, those budgets, those growth plans, if mm. you had 100x capacity within just you tomorrow? Yeah. How differently yeah. would that look? And we all got it. It's, it's, it's waiting. It's waiting for us. Like, this is the thing that, like, I get so excited about it because it's not something we've got to go out and buy off the shelf. It's sitting inside us. Yeah. yeah. But we do need help. We definitely need help, the space created to allow it to come forward. And sure. that's the, the number one biggest shift. I've had coaches, I've had guides over the last seven years. I've not done it on my own. Conversations yeah, like this yeah. are part of that journey. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I, I've had coaching and continue to. Uh, counseling has been amazing. Just, you know, different types of support um from you know meditation and and prayers all sorts just to go on on this journey it's you're you're right it's something that we need guides we need partners we need supporters we need friends to uh help us uh, navigate this this journey i'd love to just to explore this with you especially from a from a you know, 100x space and just give people a, an insight into your own mental game, perhaps share one of your greatest leadership successes and, and what it's revealed to you about your mental game, your resilience, what's going on on the inside that has helped you with that success. Oh, such a brilliant question. So there's a few, there's a few routes I could go, but I'm going to it's, it's, a, it's actually almost, see, my little fear is starting to kick in even as I'm about to share it, because I've never shared it with anybody publicly yet as clearly as oh, I'm cool. about to. So you're getting like a hot off the press one. So uh -huh. as I mentioned, so I work in, the corporate, in a corporate space, right? And I, as I mentioned earlier, I've worked there for 12 years. Love the, like, really like the company. I love my immediate team. You know, it's a growing business, et cetera. Really, really positive, um, like, base to be from. However, I didn't always show up as me. I would not have had this conversation even five years ago with you because sure. I would have been worried about what would my boss say if he saw it on the internet? What sure. would happen if the organization saw it? What if, what if, what if, what if? So I would have completely closed myself back into one X Gary. What's happened over the last seven years, but particularly the last two is I've started to speak my truth. Sure. And I practice doing that more and more and more LinkedIn, you know, my own group, I do keynote talks, you know, I host podcasts, live stream show whole range of different things. But what's happened, and this is a really interesting bit, as I've spoken my truth more and more, important point, my truth, not right or wrong, just my truth. Sure. Yeah. As I've spoken my truth more and more and more, it's gone from my work organization, initially being a bit like, can you not do that during work hours? Someone say, seeing it, you know, all the traditional political maneuvering that happens. Yeah. To me now leading sessions within my own work organization around the stuff that I love. So I'm not only looking after a 20 million set business on the sales side, I'm leading on pe people and culture and running hackathons, 
I'm offering one-to-one -one support for some of our managing directors, right? So that shift, what I'm pointing to here is, I let go of the story that if I show up more fully, they're going to sack me. One of the biggest fears that any one of us as a human being will have, yeah, yeah. the difference between us playing small and being 1x, or showing up fully in our truth, in our values, in our beliefs. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the biggest gaps because I used to believe, Obi, like I think m many of us probably do, that when you reach that stage of I'm more aware or am I in the right place? Is it misaligned values? Yes, maybe. But my invitation to anyone watching is start with you first, back to your the principles of the work you do. Mm. It's an inside out job. So mm. before making any rash decisions about leaving the employer, rash decisions about jumping over here or there, mm. that's the time to go inside is my invitation. And go right is it actually the organization or is it me mm. am i prepared to show up what mm. conversations do i want to be involved in that i'm not involved in do i listen well or not you know because when i yeah. started going that route like i say number one shift for me that's where my expansion started kicking in because i had the support and i believed in me enough that they will get value from the whole of gary sure. and a great sales guy and that's yeah. where it's ended yeah. up being but it was scary. It was very scary at one point in time. Sure. But I'm so, so pleased that I had the confidence to know that what I was bringing mattered. Yeah. Wow. 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 Gary. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what, um, not only an amazing story, but, but just what you've unpacked and I, I've got this thing about, um, you know, People say it took me 20 years to become an overnight success. Very often, we see the end of the journey and we think, oh, wow, yeah, they made it. They're incredible. Look at Gary. He's phenomenal. <laughs> it's... But what this is an opportunity to do is give people a peek into not just, oh, here's what I did day to day, but here's what was going on inside of me. And I just want to pull out a few things for, mm. for people who are watching and, and listening. One, it was the awareness, the awareness of your fear, but also the awareness of your worth, the awareness that actually I matter. And it really does matter that I show up fully. But also you talked about letting go of the story, right? People, statistically, I think neuroscientists say that, that about 77% of our self-talk is, is negative. Now, are people even aware of that self-talk? A lot of it is subconscious, right? A lot of it is, it's just in the twinkle of an eye, we say to ourselves, now nah, I shouldn't do that. Why should I? Or they're going to say this, they're going to say that. And we, we convince ourselves to dial down and not to show up fully, not to be our best selves, not to be our true selves. And therefore we limit the entire population that the world, our organizations all because of the story that's going on in here, the voice in our head, the, the lies about ourselves that we are listening to. And I love the fact that you said, hey, this is just my truth, right? It's, it's just, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm sensing. This is what I'm feeling. And it wasn't like the thing you were trying to offer was, hey, guys, I want to figure out how to blow up my organization and kill people. No, right? It's just, <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, yeah, for some reason, when it comes to us showing up as our best selves, we 
for fear and maybe uh, you know uh, we fear disconnection and who do you think you are to show up uh, that way who are you not to we need it we need one another to show up as our best selves so thank you for just sharing giving us an insight into what's going on and the journey that's required to reframe just that dialogue internally so that we can be our, our best selves. Thanks for putting that out for people as well, because I think I just want to add one extra thing, if I may, just very sure. quickly. I love the way that you're point, pointing to this. It's almost as if the, the best sort of metaphor I can bring is the genie's bottle. Right? We've literally for the last hundred years made a hell of a lot of money for a few people. And I'm very grateful. I've, I'm not done bad out the last 40 years of my life. Sure. But that was a lottery of birth. That was nothing strategic. Mm. What we've got is this genie of exponential, 100x potential. Mm. <laughs> Literally, just waiting to go. Boop. And I think that's exactly where we are mm. right now in this moment. Mm. That bottle's about to, that, that cap's about to pop. And it needs to, because we need yeah. big solutions to big problems, such as climate, such as social justice. Oh, and we're yeah. not going to solve them with the same half dozen people that are in control now. Yeah, so it needs yeah. every one of us showing up yeah. to help turn around the challenges that we have. And that's what I'm so excited about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that, that analogy. I'd like to then just building on that, connect it to this ne next thought and, and question. One of the things that I've experienced over the years from my own challenges and, and, and difficulties and wrestling, as well as just the leaders that I've coached and trained, I've discovered this truth, that, that when life squeezes you, and it does, right, it does for all of us, it has over the last 18 months for many people in particular leaders, but when life squeezes you and the pressure is on, what you're like on the inside will come out, especially if you haven't done that hard work of really tapping into that, that innate resilience. So just from your experience, how can leaders make sure that what they're like on the inside helps them to be resilient and helps them to show up as their best selves in the world? What would you say? Yeah, it's a really beautiful question. Um, self-awareness comes back to two things that are closely linked for me. One is self-awareness and one is vulnerability. Mm. Vulnerability to ask, you know, it can be, you know, um, accountability partners, right? One of the best things that I've had is building a global network, an intentionally diverse global network. People I can pick the phone up to, that I can jump on Zoom to, just say, hey, I've got this challenge. Like I'm thinking it's this, but I'm, it's not feeling in my body that that's actually really what I'm trying to achieve. So I'll just bounce it off you for five minutes, Obi. Yeah. That is huge. Such a huge, because again, we're so conditioned to believe that we should only represent our organization if you work in an organization or sure. just stay within your community. Like that's how we've been wired. Yeah. Yeah. So that intentional diversity of your personal network, as well as your workplace networks. Amazing. That's been massive. Huge, 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 huge. And I've, that's my number one invitation is be super intentional, not only about building it, but curating it. Sure. I love that. Just being, being intentional, opening up. I can, I can imagine that that also just opens up your mind, right? To, to new possibilities, new perspectives, um, helps to, without a doubt to keep you uh, fresh. What? Well, Final question 
Gary, for now, <laughs> what advice would you give to leaders about how best to develop their internal game uh, that and make sure that internal climate is as positive, is as engaging, is as resilient as possible? Yeah, my number one invitation I would like to, to, to offer would be to stay childishly curious like genuinely that kid that you know you've got or you've got in your family that keeps asking why they're asking it for a reason because they want to mm -hmm. understand they're not doing it to be annoying have that same level of curiosity of yourself so why am i thinking that why did i say no to that person but i said yes to that person this is never about judgment it's always about exploration so i think the more we can do that with our own narratives and also with the support of third parties where we need it yeah, yeah. that's the transformational bit is don't don't take what that's don't take what that 77 percent of thoughts is telling you because there's 23 percent in there that's the stuff that matters wow wow thank you i i love that I, I love that just that curiosity that childish curiosity why why am i thinking that why did i do that why did i say that um that's when we begin to discover that there is a huge world inside of us a really huge world inside of us a world of resilience a world of potential 100x a thousand x you know, we begin to go on this incredible journey and no doubt i think every single leader listening to this i hope they replay it they rewatch it and just dig deep into the nuggets and i want to go back to something you've said a few times just don't feel like you have to do this alone. This is, there are many people who have gone before us that can help navigate that journey and partner with us as we do that. Uh, Gary, I'm sure, I, I know for sure that we're gonna have a, a conversation again. I'd love to have you on the show again and just riff on some other topics as we get into the new year and explore just some other ways of helping people develop, grow, and just be inspired. But for now, thank you so much for coming on to uh, the show. Uh, really great to have you. And to all our listeners and viewers, I hope you enjoyed listening to Gary. I'll put his contact details in the show notes. And remember that if you want to be a courageous and resilient leader, if you want to live life on purpose and with purpose, then it starts from the inside out. Have a great day and see you on the next show. Thanks for coming, Gary. Thank you.